And now, listeners, something different. Our dear friend and former war correspondent, Walter Klondike, has sent us a 78 of his 1942 music and news broadcasts in Papua New Guinea, as well as some of the sights and sounds he's been collecting along the way. Here is Pacific Outpost. You're listening to the Civilian Radio Network. This is Walter Klondike, reporting from outside Port Moresby, New Guinea. It is currently 26 degrees Celsius, or about 80 degrees Fahrenheit. Skies are currently covered with overcast clouds. Now, night and day, 
Walter Klondike here. I've received reports from Port Moresby that two Japanese flying boats flew a reconnaissance mission over Port Moresby earlier. No doubt the Japanese military would take a great interest in the southern half of New Guinea as it would serve as a major strategic point for an invasion of the Australian mainland, just 300 miles south of us. Thank you. 
Walter Klondike here, and you're listening to the Civilian Radio Network with some important reports from various local dispatches. Japanese forces have landed at New Guinea. I say again, Japanese forces have landed at New Guinea territory on the neighboring islands of New Ireland and New Britain. Those traveling the seas outside of Port Moresby, and especially in the vicinity of those islands, be on alert for Japanese air and sea patrols. For the time being, Port Moresby, protected primarily by Australian forces, will remain a safe defense post. This is Walter Plondike signing off.
Walter Klondike here with some news from down under. Australia suspended airmail service to British Empire points as the Japanese threat to the Southwest Pacific becomes graver. Mail for Great Britain is to be taken by steamship to the United States and then forwarded by airplane to Britain. A practice air raid blackout was held along 127 miles of the East Coast in the Sydney area. Householders along the coast and for 30 miles inland were given only a brief notice of the alarm, with the result that the test was a dramatic one. And that is the news for now. listening to the Civilian Radio Network in Port Moresby. Despite it being the hottest part of the year here in New Guinea, it is also the wettest season of the year. It is currently raining while temperatures have dropped to 22 degrees Celsius, or about 72 degrees Fahrenheit. This is Walter Klondike signing off for now. <laughs>
You're listening to Pacific Outpost on the Civilian Radio Network. And now, here are some briefs on the World War. From Burma. British bombers resume attacks on the Japanese after defense forces wipe out a number of enemy patrols that pushed across the Salween River in a drive on Burma Road and Rangoon. Japanese thrusts continue towards Martaba. From Libya. British seeking to stabilize desert fighting lines as Axis troops are reported by Rome Radio to be pressing eastward from Derna towards Tobruk. From Russia. The Red Army reports 11 villages taken and 5,700 Germans killed in continued advances north of Kharkov and other Ukraine points. That is the news for now. This is Walter Klondike signing off.
You're listening to the Civilian Radio Network. Walter Klondike here with some breaking news. Singapore has fallen to the Japanese. The Dutch admitted the fall of Palembang under the combined assault of Japanese parachutists and transport landed troops, which swarmed ashore along the marshy coast. The only bright spot to share is a communique reporting that the Japanese naval and transport force engaged in the Singapore operation was heavily blasted by Dutch, British, and American planes. This is CRN, and that is the news for now.
We are getting continued reports that Japanese invasion forces are to hit next at New Guinea. Reports circulated that a Japanese invasion fleet has been sighted in New Guinea waters, moving toward Port Moresby, which is our key to the northeast approaches to Australia. The fleet is reported to be under constant attack by relays of Australian planes, blasting at the Japanese ships in an effort to delay or prevent an attack on Moresby. The Australian Associated Press said that at least seven enemy vessels, including one warship, were listed as sunk, burning, or beached. dispatch just crossed my desk that I do not believe I was supposed to receive. Tokyo has been bombed. I repeat, Tokyo, Japan has been bombed by a surprise attack from the United States. If true, this is the first offensive on the mainland of Japan. MacArthur's headquarters in Australia refused to confirm or deny the dispatch.
Guided by Nazi German missionaries, a strong Japanese force was reported tonight advancing overland in New Guinea toward Port Moresby. Although ultimately heading for Port Moresby, the enemy's immediate aim is to take over Markham Valley to the north due to its great system of airports and airstrips. The combined U.S.-Australian Air Force are currently engaging them. This is the first recorded instance of German fifth column work in the Australian theater. The missionaries were said to have come from pro-Nazi centers where Japanese forces first landed on New Guinea. In recent raids on the missions, authorities found hundreds of swastika flags and photographs of Adolf Hitler, and learned some native children of New Guinea had been taught the Nazi salute. So far as could be learned, the invading force is formidable, but the Australian defenders expressed conviction the thrust would be broken well short of Port Moresby.
listening to CRN. The sun has come out over Port Moresby and the temperatures are soaring at 32 degrees Celsius. For those from the States, that's just about 90 degrees Fahrenheit. Stay cool out there and stay tuned to the Civilian Radio Network for more news and music. Thank <laughs> you. 
sandy beach at Breakers Reef as they roll through the blue lagoon and the night scented breeze through the coconut trees in the calm of the Emergency broadcast. Nine Japanese naval bombers are inbound for Port Moresby, flying at approximately 20,000 feet. They are currently being subdued, but bombings are expected shortly. Any civilians listening are advised to shelter in place until the all clear has been given by the Allied forces. This is the Civilian Radio Network with some important news for listeners in and around New Guinea. Six Japanese flying boats bombed Port Moresby in an early morning raid. Although no great damage was inflicted, one man was killed on the ground. This is the first attack on Port Moresby itself, and officials are confident it will not be the last. The road from Moresby to Porbada, a village west of here, is filled by a long line of refugees heading out of town 
with such speed that a path of dust hangs constantly over the road. For now, that is all there is to report on the matter. In other news, a dispatch from Port Moresby said Australian planes just left Japanese military buildings ablaze and grounded Japanese aircraft after a heavy raid on the New Britain capital of Rabaul. The communique said the reconnaissance operations were carried out without loss of an Australian plane.
Pacific. I am pleased to report that I've received multiple dispatches that confirm the Japanese attempt to reach Port Moresby via the Markham Valley has been driven back to their starting point. Japanese troops who had advanced 27 miles in a slow and painful march from the East New Guinea coast have been compelled to give up their progress due to great floods in the valley. Walter Klondike here with an important report from General Douglas MacArthur's headquarters in Australia. Increased naval action, according to General Douglas MacArthur's headquarters, is occurring in the Solomon Islands and at Rabaul, New Britain. 
This could mean an attempted evasion of Australia, or more likely, a drive on Port Moresby in an effort to cut ocean supply routes to this subcontinent. The communique also noticed that Japanese air activity is diminishing over Port Moresby, indicating that the Japanese are conserving their warplanes for a future all-out offensive. This is Walter Klondike signing off. listening to the Civilian Radio Network. Here is some news from our Pacific Outpost. In the Philippine Theater, a War Department bulletin reported sharp skirmishes on the Bataan Peninsula, in which Japanese troops captured some American-Filipino outposts, but failed to reach the main defense lines. United States Army bombers hammered home a new blow at the rear of the Japanese thrust through Burma setting the docks of Japanese-captured Rangoon ablaze. The Sydney Sun has said eight fully equipped Japanese divisions, between 120,000 and 150,000 troops, were massed in Java and Singapore awaiting orders. 
the enemy forces are said to include large numbers of parachute troops. For now, this is Walter Klondike signing off. Rocking my dream home Someone's invading my dream We were sailing along So peaceful and calm Suddenly something It's a mystery to me, this mutiny at sea. Who can it be? A friendly breeze gave us a start to a paradise of our own. All at once a storm blew us apart and left me drifting alone. Someone's rocking my dream. <laughs> paradise of our own all at once a storm blew us apart and left me drifting alone someone's rocking my dream boat i'm captain without any crew but with love as my guide, I'll follow the tide. I'll keep sailing till I find you.
This is Walter Klondike, and you're listening to the Civilian Radio Network outside Port Moresby, New Guinea. Here is the latest news. The relentless hammering of Japanese bombers at the Manila Harbor forts and American-Filipino lines of Bataan Peninsula continues day and night with little apparent success. U.S. submarines were officially credited with sinking three more enemy ships, a freighter in Japanese waters, and two heavy tankers near the Japanese-occupied Caroline Islands, east of the Philippines. Dispatches from Australia indicate that Japan's invasion forces in the southwest Pacific are halted in their attempted overland drive in New Guinea. Rumors continue of a sea-focused attack on Port Moresby and other Allied bases on New Guinea. And that is the news for now. Let's get back to that music.
Walter Klondike here with an important report from General Douglas MacArthur's headquarters in Australia. Increased naval action, according to General Douglas MacArthur's headquarters, is occurring in the Solomon Islands and at Rabaul, New Britain. This could mean an attempted evasion of Australia, or more likely, a drive on Port Moresby in an effort to cut ocean supply routes to this subcontinent. The communique also noticed that Japanese air activity is diminishing over Port Moresby, indicating that the Japanese are conserving their warplanes for a future all-out offensive. This is Walter Klondike signing off. Broadcasting from the Civilian Radio Network's Pacific Outpost outside Port Moresby, New Guinea. Here is the latest war news on the Pacific Front. From General MacArthur's headquarters in Australia, 
Four enemy bombers made a first thrust past Australia's northern boundaries and attacked the Australian port of Townsville on the northeast coast, with no casualties or damage reported. Darwin was simultaneously attacked, but again, no reports of casualties. U.S. Marines are holding and digging into positions on three of the Solomon Islands while Allied naval forces are fighting a bitter battle for control of the waters around Tulagi. The Navy disclosed that this marks the first definite offensive of the war in the Pacific. The Navy did not name the three islands on which the Marines are now fighting, but it seemed probable that they were the islets of Tulagi itself, as well as Guadalcanal and Malaysia Island. From General MacArthur's headquarters in Australia, Quiet for nearly three months since the Battle of the Coral Sea, the New Guinea region is becoming active again with Japanese forces taking initiative in an overland attempt at Port Moresby over the Owen Stanley Mountains. Currently, the fighting takes place at Japanese-occupied Buna, surrounded by grassy plains suitable for airfields, with the only passable trail to Port Moresby. Natural obstacles halt vehicles only 26 miles from Buna at the government station of Kokoda. For now, this is Walter Klondike signing off.
here at CRN's Pacific Outpost, bringing you the latest news. From Pearl Harbor, belief was expressed that the Allies are consolidating their Solomon Island beachheads for a bigger offensive to conquer New Britain and the north coast of New Guinea. It is also considered possible that they might surge all the way back to the Philippines, though it was also acknowledged that the Japanese had greatly reinforced their garrisons in the Solomons. Any Allied forces strong enough to win back the Philippines would be in a position to menace Japan itself. From Communiques in Alaska, American sea and air units have now sunk or damaged 21 Japanese ships in the Aleutian Islands area since they moved into the westernmost islands of Alaska. Text from the Navy Communique includes the following. Bombers dropped bombs through the fog in the area of Kiska Harbor with results unobserved. Patron planes conducted a night attack on Kiska, and Army bombers attacked shore installations and ships in the vicinity. Furthermore, Army pursuit planes shot down two Kawanashi seaplane bombers, and Navy patrol planes heavily bombarded a group of enemy ships, camp facilities, and shore installations at Kiska in what was a complete surprise attack. Allied patrols have clashed with enemy forces at the native village of Oiti, only five miles from Kokoda. Kokoda sits on a plateau at the eastern base of the formidable Owen Stanley mountain range, which forms the backbone of eastern New Guinea. While at the moment it appears the enemy's immediate target is Kokoda, some strategists are concerned Kokoda in Japanese hands would permit the enemy to increase the scope of raids on Port Moresby and would likely make for a staging area for an all-out overland invasion of Moresby itself. And that is all the news for now. This is Walter Klondike signing off. Look here, little sailor. You've done enough pretending. Hailing your sailboat in the tub. My, 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 just look at your clothes. You're all wringing wet from your head to your toes. Let mommy put your boat away. Tomorrow is another day. Oh, pull out the stopper and let out the sea. Your ship's in the harbor as safe as can be. It's time to say dreams ahoy. Nighty-night, little sailor boy. Now that you've weathered a big hurricane, just let all your worries go down in the drain. It's time to say dreams ahoy, nighty-night little sailor boy. Say a prayer for Uncle Tommy and all the boys at sea. Come on.
one little skipper and skip off to bed. It's time to say dreams ahoy. Nighty night, little sailor boy. And skip off to bed. It's time to say dream. 